Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Jimi Hendrix with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. And good news, the Red Sox didn't lose 28-5 to last night. Not last night. <laughs> well, uh, you know, they're just trying to get ahead. Yeah, that's just the thing. Uh, ahead of Baltimore for last place. Mm. Uh, we'll talk to Scott Cohen about that. Big Poppy going into the Hall of Fame. And maybe some interesting news about the Celtics. All that coming up after 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, it's going to be a humdinger, I'll tell you that. Well, oh, it is yeah. for me. It's part two of my moving to a new location. Oh. Ooh. My relocation. How I got, far away? I got some stories. Uh, 5.1 miles from my current residence. Oh, look at that. Is that going to be far enough? <laughs> you could ask them. Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Joan Jett with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Upper 80s for the highs today. Rain this morning and potentially severe thunderstorms this afternoon, especially around 4 or 5 p.m. Just in time because we've been designated a level two drought area. What's the difference between like two and three? Don't know. I'll look into that. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. You know what's always good to go to on like a 100 degree day? Hmm. A Kid Rock concert. Because <laughs> you know, no. why wouldn't you want to be... Uh, shoved in a giant pit with a bunch of other sweaty rednecks at a show. A lot right? of sleeveless t-shirts, yeah. things like that. Hot yeah. and miserable as opposed to just plain miserable. Uh, Kid Rock canceled the show Friday night uh, due to severe weather, and the audience did not take that very well. Hmm. The North Dakota show was called off due to high winds, lightning, and severe weather in the area. Uh, the North Dakota State Fair posted on Twitter promising refunds to those who purchased $65 tickets. That's actually not bad. For a, for a Kid Rock concert, sixty five bucks. We were talking about that last week, weren't we? Yeah. What was the Springsteen well, Spring- for four thousand yeah. dollars for floor seats? <laughs> uh, opening night, oh, or uh, I'm sorry, opening act, Night Ranger, Woo. had already performed, and some fans noted that Carnival rides remained open. Uh, according to TMZ, fans who had been waiting over an hour threw beer cans at the stage after <laughs> the cancellation was announced by officials. One man even climbed onto the stage, only to be tackled by security. And another was handcuffed. You know, in, in a very real way, though. I mean, as, uh, as frustrating as this would be for a ticket holder, yeah. Kid Rock just did you all a favor. Y- yes, he did. Yes, he, really, he did. I mean, really, he did. Rock himself tweeted that he was disappointed. Uh, quote, we could not play for a sold-out crowd tonight in North Dakota because of high winds. I, I know it sucks, but none of us can control Mother Nature. Please be safe leaving and take care of each other. <laughs> <laughs> That what he said at the end there, and that's and that's before the music started. Ah. Yeah. What is uh? What is does meth have an aftertaste? Can't say I know. Don't know either. Well, I'm just I'm just curious if if it did or not. Usually I mix it with other food items, and so I can't really tell one way or the other. Uh, Slash never kept a copy of Guns N' Roses' debut album Appetite for Destruction. He says he doesn't have any souvenirs or records from any of the bands he's been in. How would you not have anything? Related to what you do, maybe he's a, just one of those guys that don't like to. Yeah, he just he just doesn't want to have clutter in his house. Or maybe he doesn't want anybody breaking into his house trying to steal like uh, you know, something fancy. Maybe like, like an original appetite, like the 
the rag that he used to wipe the sweat off his brow. The only thing to steal in his house are ashtrays. Lots of ashtrays. In every every four feet, there's an ashtray. I got an ashtray for every show we did. (laughs) For every state we were in. There's 50 ashtrays over here. 51, including the territory of Puerto Rico. Let's see. This is uh, New Hampshire, 1988. Massachusetts, 1987. (laughs) And it just goes on and on and on. Uh, Joni Mitchell made a surprise appearance at the Newport Folk Festival. She uh, joined Brandy Carlisle on stage for two songs. Paul Simon also did a surprise performance of four songs with uh, Nathaniel Ratcliffe and the Night Sweats. There was probably a lot of night sweating at the Newport Folk Festival over the weekend, don't you think? I'm sure that's true. Well, uh, one time down in Newport, and uh, Bono was uh, attending the Newport Folk Festival. Sonny Bono? No, 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 just Bono. Is it really? Bono or Bono? I never... It's Bono. Bo- Bono was Sonny Bono. Right. He's just Bono. Yes. And, it, and he had this big giant yacht parked in the harbor there. It was like, uh, yeah. probably like worth, I think it, they said like $40 million this thing was. You know what uh, I have a problem with the Newport uh, Folk Festival is? What? That it's music that's made by folks. What's wrong with that? I got a big problem with that. Why do you, why do you what's wrong, yeah, what's, what's your beef? I'm not sure I like music by folks. Who do you want your music played by? Other people. Okay. Not my folks. Oh, uh, I see what you mean. Okay. WWE CEO Vince McMahon officially retired on Friday amid allegations that he paid hush money to several women over affairs and sexual misconduct claims. Uh, I'll just retire. <laughs> and quit while you were ahead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> his daughter Stephanie will take his place. Oh, all right. So at least they're... Moving along with the family uh, business, right? What, so he's hoping that now the people will drop their lawsuits, maybe? Oh, he's retired? Okay, we'll drop everything. Yeah, I don't think that's going to No, happen. they'll still go after him. Uh, let's see. Uh, a list of athletes who made great cameos in movies includes Mike Tyson in The Hangover. Yep. Uh, Brett Favre in There's Something About Mary. Yep. And uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane. Sure. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I think the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was... Probably the best one. He was still wearing his basketball shorts and sneakers as a pilot. We don't let you get away with that. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Talladega Knights. What about Dale yeah, Earnhardt he was a real, Sr.? He's a real smash in that one. No, that was his dad. Was ah, a real yes, smash right, one. Of course. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dan Mar- Dan Marino and Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually a good one. And uh, George the Animal Steel and Ed Wood. I never saw that movie. Nor did I. It's Johnny Depp, I think. Right? It's a good movie. Is it really? Martin Landau is fantastic. In he that won movie. an Academy Award and was nominated, I think. Yeah, he played uh, Bella Lugosi. Yeah. It was terrific. Uh, the reason the woman in that woman yells at cat meme, you ever see that? No. Yes. Uh, is so upset because she's in, a, in an abusive marriage. She's a real housewife named Taylor Armstrong. And don't worry, she left that relationship. And she thinks the meme is hilarious. It is. You haven't seen that meme? No. Have you been on the internet in the last 10 years? No, never heard of it. Hmm. Wow. It's on computers. Check Never that heard out. Of that. Never heard of that either. That's like used for everything. Hmm. Like every situation that goes on, it's used for something. Well, it's, it's this lady screaming, and then a split screen, and then a cat at a table who's, who's a, a wise cracking cat. I'll, I'll write it down. I'll uh, catch who, that later on. Yeah, there's only like 10 billion of them out there. Okay. Who, who always uh, has something smart ass to say. Very smart. Yeah, ass. A, mm-hmm. That cat's a caution. Uh, Netflix is going to start testing a new plan that lets users add additional homes to their accounts. Oh, really? 
which is what we've been doing the whole time. What you've been complaining about. You can add up to three, and it'll cost about two to three dollars. There's no word uh, when it might happen in the U.S. I uh, give them about another two years, and then you'll never hear of Netflix again. I give them less. You know, it's, it's going to be sold to somebody else, and yes. somebody's going to have to re. Build it from the ground up. I'll take the under on that, by the way. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. WAQI is looking. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Look. I don't know if I'm alone on this one, but this weekend for Red Sox fans had to be one of the weirdest emotional roller coasters that we've been on in years, which is saying something since the very nature of Red Sox Nation was built upon great things followed by exasperating disaster. And of course, this weekend was absolutely no different. On one hand, when Big Poppy became baseball's first designated hitter elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame on the first ballot, that was awesome. Watching him getting inducted into Cooperstown on Saturday restored my faith and made me proud to be a lifelong Red Sox fan. It was great. In fact, it almost made me overlook the fact that the Red Sox had a shockingly embarrassing weekend that made me ashamed of myself. In the last five games, the Red Sox have been outscored 67-13. That includes the 28-5 bloodbath that occurred on Friday against the Blue Jays. But even if you take away those 28 runs, the Red Sox have still been outscored 39-13 during those other four games. Now, I realize that you can't possibly win every game, but I would like to have the confidence that the Red Sox could win any game, especially against teams in their own division, but it gets worse. They've lost nine out of their last ten. They've lost they're just a half game out of last place, and they lost Raphael Devers to a hamstring injury. And they've given up more runs in the last five games than any other Red Sox team since 1950. But hey, at least Big Poppy's in the Hall of Fame. And as great as that is, the Red Sox just can't help but choke all over themselves to celebrate. I hate to say this, but I almost kind of miss in the old days when Alex Cora was more willing to cheat and steal signs from opposing players. Sure, that may have been a scummy thing to do at the time, but when your team is getting smoked by 28 runs in a single game, then it might just be time for something drastic. And if that means bringing back trash cans and video cameras, then I might be willing to look the other way. But right now, I'm having a hard time watching this train wreck because this is embarrassing, just as Big Poppy was making me feel good about things. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, a new lawnmower. That's what you need, a new lawn, a new dude. You're going to keep that lawn looking great all season, and you'll feel good about it. Go to Rocky's for an Ego, a Toro, or a Craftsman mower. Whether it be gas or battery powered, they've got them all at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 610 and Forner. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be mostly cloudy for this morning and then a uh, chance of some thunderstorms uh, throughout the area. Severe at times. A high of 85 tomorrow. Mostly cloudy with a high of 83. It's 77 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us after 7 o'clock this morning yeah, for the first time in two weeks. I don't know what he's slumming about, but uh, we'll get to uh, the bottom of a lot of sports stuff going on in the last couple of days, uh, coming up after 7. And then uh, I get to move today. Actually, part two of my relocation. 
part two. And don't even ask me what my exact address is. I go. I'm already anticipating your questions, Bax. So. What is your exact address? Dave? I have no idea. I haven't memorized it. Do you yet. have a social security number that you'd like to share? Uh, that I could share with you. Uh, I'll do that a little bit later on. But we're not talking about so, ID numbers right now. So wait a second. Part two is this part two of the story or part two of the move? Part two of the move. When so when, did, when was part one? Part one occurred over the weekend when I moved ah, like okay. clothing and things like that. You gotcha. know, so I was, yeah. I was, you know, I'm not letting or I'm not allowing or I'm not asking the moving company to move. I'm just asking them to move like the couch, the bed, you know, the big things. I could move the other stuff myself, which I did. Well, over you're the a weekend. big powerful guy. What do you need help for? You just put a couch in your shoulder and keep walking out the door. I did see somebody lose a mattress on the road side over the weekend when mm. I was driving around. What size? It was on, I think it was on 84, by the way. It looked like a king-size mattress. What kind of frame you got? I was tempted. I have a queen. You got a queen. Yeah. Right? You know, you don't want a king-size mattress on a queen frame. Yeah, that would be wrong in a lot of well, ways. Nothing wrong with a little road rash on your mattress. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, it's part two of my move, because the movers are coming today, and then part three would me be me going back to the apartment to clean up, you know, to make sure it's presentable for the final inspection. The movers are coming, and then they're going to clean up? What kind of moving company is this? <laughs> you got to pay extra for that? No, <laughs> I'm going back, if you listen. Ah. I'm going back to do the cleanup myself at some point before tomorrow. So you're going to have to clean up after the movers who have come to your house? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know everybody does that. Right. Yeah, you know, they clean up the house after sure. all the stuff has gone. Yep. I mean, really, is that necessary? Yes, it is, actually. You Must, do have to clean up. But when you're moving into a new place, mm -hmm. yeah. don't you kind of pick up a little bit too? Like sweep again? I mean, you can never well, get it clean enough. I think it's different in a, an apartment situation where when you move in, that place is supposed to be impeccably clean mm -hmm. and... and you know, usually that's when you put your security deposit down and go, okay, well, this is the condition it was left in. Right. This is the condition it should be when you leave. So apartments, yes. Houses, on the other hand, not so much. And right. I'm an apartment dweller. You guys haven't been apartment dwellers for years and years, right? You guys well, have been living I mean, in houses. I, I wouldn't say I was in an apartment oh. for a, uh, a brief period of time. That's right. You had a little interim. I, yes, yeah. I did have a, uh, a, homeowner, a, a homeowner's pause. <laughs> Divorcee towers. You could hear the cries of other divorced oh, yeah. men falling you're, asleep. You truly could. Yeah. And uh, yes, I mean, I know I've lived in my share of apartments over the years. So I got to new, uh, know some of my uh, new neighbors as I moved into my new place, about mm -hmm. five miles from my old place, and everyone very friendly. Not that they weren't friendly or haven't been friendly in my prior living quarters, but uh, really friendly folks in the new place there. And people coming up to me, noticing I'm lugging stuff in. Oh, you must be moving in. Hey, welcome. I'm, let's call her Joyce. Hi. Wait a minute. None of these... Uh, none of these these layabouts were offering to help you, though, were they? No, but the one woman was, I'd say, a little bit older and had a you know very little dog that she had on a leash and was right. taking the dog out for the walk. So I wouldn't have expected help from her. Another younger lady could have helped, but I wasn't. Look, I I wasn't struggling with the loads I was, you know, moving into my new place. And this one young lady, as she was talking to me, and we're talking, and she's uh, saying what I do. Oh, I think my dad listens to you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, one of those, right? And then I forgot what her name was and what number apartment she said she lived in. What's her exact address? Mm -hmm. I'll give a portion because I'm not saying her name, but I will say that she, I said, well, what apartment number was it again? She said 
420. And she put her, you know, her fingers up to her lips, 420, you know. And she goes, and because I work at a dispensary, it makes sense. Wink, mm-hmm. wink, nudge, nudge. And there's only 100 units in that building. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there are, I think there are 160 or something. Yeah, like right. That. Yes. So anyway, uh, yeah, so I got to know my new neighbors. Uh, part three, well, part two will happen today when the movers come. And then, then I'm in. And then you're in. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. See, I hate moving my stuff. I've never enjoyed it. I've never, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, yeah, when you have a new place to stay, that's kind of cool. Yep. You know, there's some anticipation with all the many things that you're going to do, but sure. never actually get around to. Mm. But uh, the idea of packing my stuff and moving it from one place to another, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, that's why you get your friends to help you, and then you never, you no longer have those friends. So you get friends yeah. who you don't really care about. No, and then I you- don't know about that because my friends helped me, and uh, they actually complimented me on how easy the move I made the move for them. And, and you still have these friends? Yeah. Did you bribe them? Did you pay them off with beer and like sandwiches or something like no, that? No, I, I do. Uh, one group of friends they had just moved like a month before, so mm-hmm. I helped them, okay. and then they helped me, and then uh, another guy uh, had a trailer. He he was more than willing to move like the bigger furniture and all that stuff. Fair enough. Years ago, when I moved from Westfield yeah. to Forest Park, okay? Now, this would have been, oh, I don't know, 96, 97, somewhere yeah. around there. Uh, I had about a dozen people helping me, all volunteering. Mm-hmm. And my uh, payment for these people was all the beer they can drink, all the pizza they could eat. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I had 12 people who were very thirsty and very hungry, and we did it very efficiently in, I think, like two trips. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you know, Westfield to Forest Park is not a, right. not a quick jump. But we not only had that, we had Ross the Boss McDonald set up his mobile DJ stuff in the new house. So as we were moving stuff, so you had like a big party. Going. We had a big party. Yeah, like you had music, and it was it was like it was a blast. We had a great. I've, that was the only time when moving was fun, and I I put the show I put the responsibility purely yeah. on Ross the Boss McDonald. You know, I had I made it easy for uh, my friends because I had a dumpster in the driveway mm-hmm. at the old house. Yeah. So as they were like grabbing things, uh, I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Throw that in the dumpster." Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it made it so much easier to get rid of things yep. and right. purge things because in your head you're like, "I can't even. I don't even have a place for this over right. there, and I haven't used it in five years. Throw it in the dump, and it's rotting away. Throw it, throw it in the dumpster." That's now, good. You, now your your uh, your apartment now, mm-hmm. the one that you've been in, you don't have a hell of a lot of stuff to move, right? No. No, because I, mean, right. I, I said it's, it's a, a sad single-man studio apartment, and now I'm moving up to a one-bedroom. What's the difference? Well, it's one room versus three rooms, essentially, I guess. I mean, so this was all like one room. So like your kitchen was like where your bedroom is. Which is also where my bathroom was, which is also where my living yeah. room was, which is where my closet was. Yes. It was a studio. It was a studio apartment. Yeah. That's yeah. what he had. And now yeah. what is it, a one-bedroom? A one-bedroom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lots of room for activities? What kind of activities are we talking about? Uh, any uh, wiffle, activity. Wiffle ball. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, wrestling. You yeah. could uh, you could uh, do karate. Yes. We uh, build bunk beds. Yeah, all all the above. And now I'm I'm kind of looking to see if I have enough stuff to move. You know, w- will I be able to fill out a one bedroom based on the stuff from my studio, or will I have to buy more stuff? And I noticed there was a tag sale going on in the new town I moved to, five yeah. miles away from the old town I was in. What town are you in? Well, it's, I'm in Connecticut. What? 
I, I, I've said I'm in Enfield. I'm 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 elsewhere because I've I've given some uh, some clues about people's apartment numbers. I don't want to say everything, but I'm I'm in I'm still in Connecticut. Okay, but whatever town you're in, uh, there's probably a million different apartment complexes in every I don't town. Know. I don't know if there are a million, but in any case, I moved from one town in Connecticut to another, and I noticed there was mystery a, town. Yes, I noticed there was a sign on one of the um, uh, telephone poles for a tag sale in my town. And this caught my eye because there was a picture of Inigo Montoya on the tag sale sign. Mm-hmm. You killed my brother. And it said... You, you killed my father. You, right. I, it, the sign said, you killed my father, prepare to buy. Ah. Ooh, interesting. I, I was like, that very is a great tag sale interesting ad right there, right? But, but you couldn't find it because you didn't know what town you were in. <laughs> right. Well, I, I didn't have... <laughs> it, it refused to say on the sign. Exactly. Where, are, where are you? I'm in uh, Coventry, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look at the tag sale. Five miles from here. Yes. Uh, I might go by and swing by that sign, see if it's still there, although probably the tag seal occurred over there. This is like a Blue's Clues thing, because now I'm going to have to do five-mile radius of of Enfield to figure out what town you're in. Or more like Carmen San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah. Either one. Mm -hmm. So so what kind of stuff do you need? I don't know that I need anything. In fact, I think I have too much. I think I had too much jammed into my studio apartment. You got a table? I have a I have a coffee table. I have a desk. I have uh, you know a bureau for my clothing. I have obviously a bed. I have a TV stand. What about a curio cabinet for all your expensive yadros? There's a curio drawer in the TV stand. So huh. if I have anything, which I don't, no, that's, no precious moment figurines. No, that's where it would go. By the way, and that curio cabinet that you described is empty right now. The one that houses the TV on top of it. So, so I have, have nothing. I don't have anything to put in there. You have nothing that uh, could be considered curio. Oh, I, I have a couple of those things on display <laughs> on tables. Huh. See, that's a good thing. You know, but if you're like one of these guys that that's like a rat pack mm. uh, packer, and you just can't throw anything no, away. No, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm I'm the opposite of a hoarder. Like I'm supposed to be doing an interview uh, in a couple of weeks with a guy who was in a bunch of bands, and uh, he had all of this memorabilia from his from his from his uh, career, mm-hmm. and he didn't know what to do with it. So right. he decided rather than get rid of it or sell it, I'm going to start a museum of my stuff. And it's all. Real relevant kind of cool stuff. You imagine the Dave Coombs Radio Museum. Is that guy making money off of that that you just mentioned? It, it literally just opened, so okay. he hasn't hasn't. I don't think he's made anything yet. But imagine all the memorabilia you must have from your long and storied career. Throwing it all out. Come on, seriously. Any all the Dave Coombs mugs and T-shirts are gone. I have one, and it's upstairs in my office here at the radio station. I have one from the Dave and the Fat Man show. Mm. One. Wow. That's it. One. Um, as for my pro soccer career, I got like one game program that's that's in a drawer hidden away. So don't, I got I got like nothing. Don't, I don't. Don't you want people to remember you? I had a bunch of radio trophies. I threw them all away. I don't care about that stuff. I don't want to display it. Hmm. I'll be damned. I all don't right. care. It's 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 meaningless to me, or to, and to people who would be looking at it if they stopped by my. It's like what do they? They don't want. They don't care. What, it has nothing to do with who I am, right? I guess. I mean, I'm just saying everyone's got a whole, like a different uh, perspective on eh, mementos. Eh, I have mementos, but they're family mementos. The cigar case that once belonged to my grandfather. That's important to me. Right. I like mentos. Mentos are delicious. <laughs> Especially it's when nice you mix them with some. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave and Foo Fighters from their The Color and the Shape LP. 
And they spell collar like the British or Canadian collar. Yeah, that makes them sound a little bit more worldly. They're an American band, for crying out loud. C-O-L-O-U-R, the color and the shape from There's, American rockers, Foo Fighters. This has really been across your ass for years, yes, hasn't it? Yes, Really has. Very disturbing. I understand. Mm. Hey, uh, how about some Today I Learned? Okay. Uh, and now <laughs> it's time for Today I Learned with the bag of Stephen Day. Well, rock what I do. Hey, uh, today I learned that Dave Coombs talks out of both sides of his mouth. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Because he won't reveal what town <laughs> he lives in in Connecticut. Right. Yet, when I go on vacation, uh, he reminds the audience every five minutes <laughs> where lo- location I'm in. You leave for a doctor's appointment. He makes everybody freak out because he's like, yeah, Max just left for a doctor's appointment, a personal medical issue. <laughs> But yet, you won't reveal what town you're in. All right. Why I'm, can't you just tell everybody you live at the Toll House in West Springfield? I'm living in Greenwich. I'm Actually, Greenwich. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, more I'm, than 5.1 miles I'm, away. I'm taking my jet to work every day, okay? I there just find go. it fascinating <laughs> that you won't reveal what town you're in. I'm not, I won't do it. I'm just asking Actually, what, I what think, the mystery is. I think you saying you live at the Toll House <laughs> would be the best story you could well, tell. Well, that would be all more right. understandable. Yeah, right. Right. The yeah. Toll House. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea. But it, would that be a... That's not a one-bedroom, though, right? Would that oh, be a... That would be a, a stu- another studio, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I, the cockroach is occupied bedrooms one and two. Where, I'm not sure. Where every room is a room with a view, and by yeah. that I mean you can see the outside from the bullet holes. Yes. <laughs> Alright, I will say this. I'm in one of the Windsors, either Windsor Locks or Windsor or East Windsor. How about that? What about South Windsor? Oh yeah, I could be there too. What, what about, about a Windsor Knot? Yeah. Is that a town? No, but it's okay. a nice way to tie your tie. Alright. Well, there you go. <laughs> so that is Today I Learned with Max, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. <laughs> Coming up next in the news, the difference between the levels of drought to answer Bax's earlier question. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Hey, it's 633 with Bax, Stephen, Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news with the Toll House next resident, yeah. Dave Coombs. Already in. Yeah, they're going to be complaining about you making all that noise. <laughs> and by noise, we mean yeah. crying in a fetal position. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that guy's crying upstairs again. What's going on? Well, at least we're not crying about the weather. Uh, it was pretty, well, I guess it could be if you were involved with some uh, heat exhaustion yesterday. Today, it's just going to be with heavy rain. Some of it's severe. We might have some severe thunderstorms late this afternoon. And also, the entire Connecticut River Valley in Massachusetts has been designated a quote, level two drought area. Level two? Yes. And so, you know, we need to conserve water wherever possible. In fact, according to Westfield, limiting outdoor watering of your lawn to handheld hoses or watering cans between 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. Now, the difference, Bax, you asked about the difference in the levels of drought designation. Mm -hmm. A level zero means you're abnormally dry. This is the lightest level of drought. Level one would be moderate drought involving some damage to crops, pastures, streams, and reservoirs. Level two, which is what we're in, means that the uh, crops would have huge problems if we didn't limit the water supply and the water usage. So I thought it was kind of like uh, you're very much like like you know, like a level two or three sex offender. It's mm. based upon you know their likelihood of reoffending. Mm. 
Yeah, what's your likelihood of re-drying uh, up this uh, area? Pretty damn good, mm-hmm. I would think. Well, not 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 so good today because we're going to have heavy rains. Level three, by the way, extreme drought. That's the second highest level of drought. And then there's exceptional drought, which is level four. Probably not something that we'd ever have to worry about here in the Bay State. You know, uh, I know everybody says we need the rain, mm-hmm. but you have to. You can't have the rain all at once because now that it's been so dry, yep. if you get a big downpour. The, the ground isn't soft enough to, to absorb all of that water. So then that's where you're going to get, like, flash flooding and things like that, you know, if severe thunderstorms. Yeah. Sure. What we need is a good two, three weeks of soaking rains, and we'll be fine. Speaking of pouring. What we need is a lot of outdoor activities don't, don't canceled because of rain. Don't okay. And how was your activity Friday night, by the way, with our intern Kaczynski? Uh, it was, uh, it was pretty good. A lot of people down there to yep. see, uh, Red Matter, mm-hmm. the, uh, Grateful Dead tribute band. They played other, other music besides that. All right. Good crowd. Stinking hot. By the end of the night, I was I just a puddle with a t-shirt on it. And, uh, how popular was Kaczynski, our intern? So here's the thing. There, or is it, am I ruining some nugget for later on this no, morning? No, not really. I mean, <laughs> we don't need to spend more than 10 seconds on this. Um, <laughs> there were a handful of people. That wanted their picture with Kaczynski. Yeah, Get why not? out. I yeah. swear to you. Yeah. And you know, Ted's like, I can't believe this. I'm just an intern. I'm just, I'm just a, I'm just a child. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad it went well for everybody. Everybody was happy. Now, getting back to the idea of pouring, not the rain part, but the drinks part. People in the Bay State could soon once again see half-priced drinks on their favorite restaurant's menu if an amendment approved by the Mass Senate brings back happy hour for local bars. It's been like 40 years since Massachusetts banned happy hour, and some of the bar owners are ecstatic that it might be coming back. Some of my happiest times have been in other states who still have happy hour. I mean, there are times when I have never been more pleased to have extra drinks for half the price and it comes with an appetizer. I mean, that, yeah, how can you not feel happy about it's that? It's happy hour. I've had that too. TGI Fridays. Mm-hmm. Got a couple uh, stories about animals for you here. One great headline from MassLive.com, and I quote from the headline, Munson police have goat on the lamb in custody. Local police searching for the owners of a fugitive goat found yesterday in the area of Ayers Road. What about, what about the lamb? Well, the goat is on the lamb, or was on the lamb until it was what, taken into custody. I was going to say, that's probably what got him in trouble in the first place. Exactly, right? You ever see the lamb lie down on Broadway? No. I have. Mm-hmm. It's perverse. Humorous Facebook post entitled, The One That Goat Away, was posted by the Munson police, asking anyone who is missing the escape artist to contact them, and there's a phone number, and... The Munson police have named the goat Scape until until they can, quote, reunite her with her family, according to their report. They said the goat is black and white and female and sporting a, quote, real nice goatee. All right. You know what? Um, I know that the Munson police are trying to be hilarious Mm -hmm. and uh, and that's great. I would strongly suggest trying the open mics first before you bring that kind of comedy gold to the big rooms because quite frankly uh there's a the crowds just aren't going to respond to that many puns all in one set it's munson uh 
somebody's wife is missing. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be a domestic or two going yeah. on in town. It might be an animal to the rest of you folks in the surrounding towns, but to that one person, that's true love right there. Animal story number two: Animal control services in where? Where? There. They're seeking the community's help in locating who might be throwing beef and chicken bones into the Ware Dog Park. According to 22 News, they spoke with the police chief of Ware to see if the bones had been contaminated or poisoned. The main issue, of of course, is for the health of the dogs who do go to the Ware Dog Park with their owners. The case is currently being investigated by the Ware Animal Control and the police are assisting with the investigation as well. Well, chicken bones splinter. Yeah. So that's that's automatically sure. bad for the dog. Plus, mm-hmm. you don't want your dog, even if it is beef bones, like a big ass, uh, you know, femur or something, sure. right. you still don't want your dog eating that bacteria and everything. That's no, right. no, no. Mayor Dom Sarno, maybe should consider this ploy for Springfield to deter dirt bike racing. The town of Hollister, California, recently had the lines on its roads repainted And they were looking to add stuff like bike lanes and central circles on the roads because they wanted to slow down the traffic and discourage street racing. The roads in Hollister were supposed to be slightly curved, but they turned out looking zigzagged. You can actually search this. It looks like the work of some, like, zany, Mm -hmm. I don't know, graffiti artist who was putting in curved lines on the roadways on purpose. The city says the contractor misread their plans, and they'll soon have to be repainted. But I think it looks pretty cool. It looks like something like Dr. Seuss would put together. The curved lines on the roadways of Hollister, California. I don't know if that would uh, necessarily discourage the uh, the dirt bike riders, because I don't think they really care about the lines in the road. Although I would like to see more roads like a trapdoor technology. Yeah. You know, where or a cop a, can just press a button, mm-hmm. trap door, dirt bike, uh, you know, falls into the trap door. Okay. And he's got to pay a fine to get out. Yeah. No injuries, just falls well, there in. Well, there may be injuries, but I mean, there may be injuries while he's, you know, riding his uh, dirt bike irresponsibly. I gotcha. Hey, Luxury Travel Magazine has ranked the top 10 best places to live in the Bay State. And in order from the best to the least best of the top ten. Mm-hmm. Peabody, number one. Best place to live mm-hmm. in the state of Massachusetts. Does it say why? Are they? Uh, yeah, saying- it's like, it's all lifestyle stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, cost of living, uh, prices for gasoline, yeah. uh, you know, proximity to good gotcha. school, all you right. know, that kind of stuff. I, I, I saw this list and was a, a little stunned to get to the, uh, the next part of this. I know, I know. Wait for it, right? So, Peabody, number one. Provincetown, number two. Beverly, number three, Boston, number four, and then I'll skip ahead to number 10 on the list, Springfield, Massachusetts. Now, what was the name of this uh, magazine again? Luxury Travel Magazine. All right. Uh, you know, that's great that uh, Springfield makes the list, but to get Tenth. that, but to get it from Luxury Travel Magazine would be mm. like, you know, getting, <clears throat> you know, daycare advice from Bill Cosby. You know, I just, I'm not sure, sure I want to hear it. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure it's a credible source. Oh, come on. Accept the credit where credit credit is given. I mean, I was you know, I have a problem with people who don't accept credit. Oh no, know? I'm all I'm all for accepting credit. I'm just looking looking at the source. Yeah. You know, and and you know, going through source material is important. Have you ever seen this magazine? No. 
Have you ever seen this magazine? Never even heard of it. I've never heard of it either. That's what I'm saying. You tell me like like Time Magazine or uh, you know Cat Fancy is telling you, you know, what the top 10 uh, cities for, mm-hmm. to hang out in, mm-hmm. and they tell you Springfield? That seems like a more credible source to me. Okay. If All Highlights right. or Humpty Dumpty Magazine said Springfield's one of the top 10, I'll buy it. What about Mad Magazine? Mad Magazine, of course. That's a, right. That is a legitimate periodical. Okay. But this one, I've never heard of it. And speaking of buying things, you don't even have to buy a Subway sandwich. You could win one for life. Is that a threat? No, it's an offer. It's an opportunity. Subway offering nine of its fans an opportunity to win free sandwiches by permanently representing Subway on their bodies. Second prize mm. is two sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> This Wednesday, Subway is hosting a block party in Las Vegas at Bad Apple Tattoo, where the first nine super fans in line can get a real tattoo of the Subway Series logo. And if you do, free sandwiches for life at Subway. I'm still going with that Jared Fogle thing. That tuna sub spelled backwards is bussin' nut. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not going to get the tattoo then, obviously. No. The tattoo shop, in case you're traveling to Las Vegas and you want to take part, the tattoo shop is located on West Charleston Boulevard. Once again, bad apple tattoo. Get in line now. 644 with back Steve and Dave. A mass hat coming up on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 and cream with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Uh, Mostly cloudy today. Very humid. Showers and thunderstorms uh, possible into this evening as well with a high of uh, 88 tomorrow. Mostly sunny with a high of 86. It is uh, 78 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, oh, did you have something? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, before we get to the mass hat or whatever announcement you were going to make there, I, I stumbled on something here because I know you do magnet fishing from time to time, Steve. And it I says do. Here, I think you need, you're, you've been unlucky so far, kind of, I think, right? You, you haven't really hit it big. I, I really don't think. I think that most of the videos I see, they're people just throwing things into the water hmm. because... You know, or I'm just not going to the right places. I don't know. Bingo. Yeah. And that's why I'm reading from this right here. You need to go to New Jersey. You used to live in New Jersey. I did. Apparently, there's a couple of guys there who are raking it in like crazy with their metal um, magnet fishing. They're finding uh, truck mirrors, bullets, fishing lures, a shotgun barrel, gymnasium weights, uh, leftover World War II uh, bombs. I I, I tried the Holyoke Canal uh, a couple of weeks ago. And nothing, nothing, nothing in the canal. In, well, I, maybe it was in the wrong canal. I don't know. Like mm. there wasn't. Uh, I have to go to where there's more activity. I Jersey. Guess. I don't know. New Jersey. That's a long way to go. I'm not going to New Jersey for magnet fishing. Right. I mean, I would think the uh, the Holyoke dams would be you know loaded with all kinds of stuff. You know, I, yeah. guns, weapons. Well, uh, the uh, dams. I haven't tried the dams yet either. Throwing stars. I you know, that kind that. of thing. Yeah. Interesting. All right. It's six fifty four with back Stephen Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. A 42-year-old woman in Marathon, Florida, facing two felony charges after deputies accused her of lighting the bedsheets on fire while her boyfriend was asleep. He burned his foot in the process, but he was uninjured otherwise. The 24-year-old boyfriend of 42-year-old Melody Sunshine McCarter 
apparently saying they had an argument before they went to bed. He said he awoke to find the sheets on fire, and then Melody Sunshine McCarter calling police, admitting her guilt. So much for the sunshine. Yeah. She appeared to be drunk, according to the police who showed up. Boyfriend not seriously hurt, thank God. But there was a serious injury in Hawaii, and I thought this warranted a quick report. It's not me trying to burn you. It's a metaphor for my burning desire for you. Gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, she is a cougar, too. I said 42 years old, her boyfriend 24. How about that? Yeah. In Waikiki at a 7-Eleven there, police are investigating because a man's left hand was severed by a sword overnight. At a 7-Eleven? Yes. Emergency responders called to the convenience store just after midnight. Nothing good ever happens after midnight. They found a man at the entrance to the parking lot with multiple lacerations, puncture wounds, and a severed hand. His, uh, his, this, le- his left hand, by the way, if you're keeping track at home. Uh, was this like a like a typical sword fight type of thing, or was this like an unsuspecting guy with a sword against a guy who was you know unarmed? No well, details given in this story. The victim was 40 years old, taken to the hospital in critical condition. This is the kind of thing that happens, apparently... In Hawaii. Well, I mean, again, when I say unarmed, I don't mean, you know, he was, you know, his hand was cut off. I don't don't mean by that. I mean, before the hand was cut off, he was unarmed. I I believe so. I just want to clarify. Yes. I don't want to seem like I was being insensitive. Although maybe he was armed with a handgun, and then when the hand was severed, he was no longer armed. Well, I would love to know the, uh, the basis of this whole dispute. We'd love to know what was going on. Mm-hmm. You don't just you don't just pull out a sword and start whacking people in the in the in the mitts. Slurpy flavors, maybe I don't know. I once watched this documentary where uh, a doctor, a uh, very very prominent doctor, mm-hmm. um, was sent to jail because a man with one arm killed his wife. Really? After they come back from a charity event hmm. one night, huh. and uh, nobody believed him. And then uh, he was being transported on this prisoner bus, and right. then the prisoner bus like rolled over into a ravine, and uh, he was able to escape. And he was on the run uh, from this U.S. marshal who looked very much like Tommy Lee Jones. Mm. You know, you know yeah. what, Steve? Yeah, I don't care. What do you mean? Oh, is it? Oh, that. Oh, that uh, was Tommy Lee. Hey, look uh, at you in the uh, in the in the uh, damn yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this yeah, sounds I, very much like the plot line to The Fugitive. Oh, you've seen it. Yes, I have. Oh, it was a great documentary. Very good it? documentary. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, uh, he dies at the end. Oh, Jesus. Ruined the whole thing for Tommy, him. Tommy Lee pushes him off a dam and he throws uh, her into the river. And that's oh, it. One of those movies I can watch over and over again when it comes on, by the way. Even uh, though he just uh, spoiled the ending? As far as documentaries go, that yeah. is. No, a, yeah. He dies. 657 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next hour, Scott Cohen to talk... Red Sox and Celtics with lots of stuff to catch up with with Scott. And then we've got the 102-second sports next on Rock 102. Axe's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't want anybody to overreact to what I'm about to tell you. But if you are one of those people who is prone to believe everything you hear on the internet like I am, then I'm sure you must be also ruminating the latest reports that the Boston Celtics are allegedly among the teams looking to make a trade with the Brooklyn Nets to obtain Kevin Durant. Yes, you heard me correctly. The Celtics are apparently looking to offer the Brooklyn Nets something that shares the same approximate value 
of a 12-time All-Star and two-time Finals MVP, Kevin Durant. Now, when I heard this news over the weekend, my first reaction was doubt, which then led to exuberant joy, which then led to a lot of questions. Among those, do we have anything that Brooklyn wants? You know that uh, Jason Tatum is off limits, but what about everybody else? According to ESPN, the Celtics might be willing to part with Jalen Brown, three unprotected first-round draft picks, swapping two other picks, all to get Kevin Durant and the remainder of his four-year, $198 million million contract, which by recent standards almost seems like a really good deal. Now, there are some people that have you believe that Toronto, Phoenix, and Miami are also slapping deals together, but honestly, none of them have anything as attractive as what the Celtics have to offer. And again, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. If the Celtics don't make this deal, then the Celtics can still be good enough to lose another seven-game series in the finals. But with Kevin Durant, I mean, come on. You're talking about grabbing one of the top two or three players in the NBA. And while I'd hate to see a guy like Jalen Brown walk out the door, I can easily forget all of that in exchange for Kevin Durant. In fact, I've almost completely forgotten about Jalen Brown already. And all those draft picks? Who needs them? I say let's stop wasting time. Let's toss in a few extras and see if we can get this deal done before anybody accidentally comes up with something better. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Eli of the South Hadley Rockies is a steel-trained expert. You know, those orange and white chainsaws that all the professionals use? And then, as if that weren't enough, Eli is also a master griller. He knows about grills, steel, grills. Eli's a renaissance man. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7 <laughs> And in the studio, what a delight. Yeah. Always a real pleasure to sure. welcome back legendary Springfield sportscaster. Well, I got a promotion back. Thank you. I was going to say Jack O'Neill, God rest his soul. God but instead, <laughs> because he couldn't be yeah, here, it's exactly. Scott Cohen. It's me. <laughs> well, uh, it's good to be back from vacation, guys. Um, says, uh, says no one Ever no, and yet I, here you are, first day back, and you're like, oh, so great to be back. I'm I I'm ready to. Uh, I I like my job. I'm so, I I apologize if I like my job. Yeah, I enjoy. You, gotta, you I, got a lot of nerve coming here and saying I, stuff like that. The problem is your job just doesn't like you. Well, I, I don't know. I I think I've I've got I've I've got the smoke and mirrors thing yeah, going pr- yeah. pretty well. No, I go on vacation. I'm 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 ready to be back. All right, okay. So, but it. don't 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 hate the player, man. No, I listen. I hate the game. That's, hate, that's got it. That's hate, it. Hate the game. <laughs> don't hate the player. Speaking of uh, hating the game, I how about hating the player? I cannot watch the Red Sox. Yeah, if this yeah. is going to continue. This is the biggest bunch of garbage but I've seen ever. It's the this is the greatest show on earth. You had that. You should have the the circus music. Put up the friggin' big top. At Fenway and just you know sell tickets. Yeah, that's it. It's this is a this is the quintessential train wreck and car accident that we all say. You know, you, you no one looks with the death and the carnage and the you know when they have the tarp draped over the car with the dead bodies inside. Right. We all say, oh, you don't look, don't look. Of course you look. You know what it remind me of? Remember that Bugs Bunny cartoon where he's going against uh, that. The, uh, the, that, that baseball team, and they're all... Sw- they're yes. not, they're, not, they're not swinging bats. They're swinging trees. Trees. Big giant logs. They're and, they're, sw- and, and, you like, and you don't, you're not going to look at that? 
Of course you're going to look. It's like, how bad can, how much worse can it get? <laughs> I was at the uh, Yankee game uh, the previous weekend where, um, I can't even remember who the hell is, uh, was in right field. Remember where the right fielder put up his hands? Oh, I, I lost the ball. <laughs> and and you're like, how, you never see that in a Major League Baseball game. And and it, it couldn't possibly happen again. And then it happened on, on Saturday with the bases loaded <laughs> and inside the yeah. park grand slam. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible. Jaron Duran lost it, it's right? It's impossible. Uh, you, um, you can't do that. And it, it, it happens two weeks uh, in a row. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's mind-boggling. It's mi- it's how, so bad. How terrible, terrible things have gotten. Terrible. Ter- I think they've been doing great this season. I'm sure you <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah. Yankees fan? Yeah, he's yeah. a Yankee fan. I'm yeah. sure, but you know, they've I've been outscored their last 5 games 67 the third uh, I think they were I think they were 20 <laughs> <laughs> just put that number into perspective perspective yeah if, there if, is no perspective well, in baseball uh, with a number even if like you that. take the other night when they lost 28 to 5 they've still been outscored 39 13 ridiculous it's outrageous they were I think tw- like 20 and 4 or 20 and 9 in um in June you know looking like one of the best baseball mm-hmm. teams on the planet and I th- and they're five and what five and twelve yeah. five and and thirteen in the in the month of July. Well, I mean they've got a ton of guys who are hurt, and and, and, yeah. De- and Devers has got a hamstring now, so you know that's, that's got a, a hangnail. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah he's got a hamstring. J D Martana- Martinez has a friggin' hangnail. Right. Five five of their starters yesterday started the season in the minor leagues. It it's like it's. It's it's mind boggling, and I saw a guy, and we've seen these things before, posted a meme on Facebook. The Red Sox are the most expensive ticket in Major League Baseball. When you you know you mm-hmm. do the ticket and the hot dogs and the soda and the yeah. blah blah blah, they're the they're the most expensive team, and they're putting this dog poop out there, and they they don't care. Well, they, they care. I, I mean, they don't care, Dave. They don't care if they if if they will will find out in the in this next week if they care or not mm-hmm. because the trade deadlines is next Tuesday, the yeah. August second, and you know if your sports fans know the term, you're either going to be a buyer or you're going to be a seller. And what are they? Are they going to completely clean house, or are they going to make a move to try and better themselves? Maybe they can trade for Kevin Durant. He's ready. Can he play baseball? <laughs> yeah. or, uh, he wants a trade. He's not coming to the Celtics, but no, no you don't think so. Huh? I don't think so. Huh. I don't think so. Well, I don't know. So this, you know, are we done? Are we done with the Red Sox? Well, we'll get to Big Poppy in a little bit. In a minute, obviously. Okay, but this, this, uh, the story today that the, uh, the, the, that the Celtics are, you know, in the mix on this thing with Kevin Durant. Yep. The the talk is they would give out uh, you know give up Jalen Brown three unprotected first round picks swapping in two two other picks and then pick up uh, the remaining four years in Durant's one hundred ninety eight million dollar contract sure. which by today's standards actually is not it's a bargain it's a bargain but is that too much to give up for arguably one of the top two or three best players in in basketball. You know, I th- I think when I obviously you know I saw the story like everybody else. My my immediate thought was they're going to have to give up a uh, uh, Jalen Brown, and I think that they've. Um, I don't see them giving up one of their core young players to get to bring a guy like KD in into the mix who is going to uh, completely change the dynamic that they they went to the NBA Finals last year and they've already made some 
pretty decent free agent moves already. You know, names of good basketball players that the average NBA fan probably is not completely aware of. I just don't see them trading a core player and having to basically kind of change the uh, the complexion of the team. I I just I don't I don't see that. Well, plus isn't Durant sort of on the? I mean, he's thirty three. He's gonna be thirty four. Yeah. But I mean, that's. For an NBA player getting kind of old, it's, I mean, you know, it is. I mean, I see he's still got a, uh, enough left in the tank, but yeah. I again, I just uh, to me, it's more of a chemistry issue. I I just don't see them changing, uh, you know, the pattern to so dramatically. Well, so if it's a chemistry issue, and you look at what happened to the Nets, you know, obviously, you know, Kyrie winds up hurting that team in a, in a big way. To me, that's that's where chemistry falls apart. But a guy like a, you know, like a Kevin Durant, there's a part of me that says, you know, that kind of feels like the idea of getting, you know, Kevin Garnett from a few years ago. It's yeah. like, you know, he's he is better than than Garnett. I mean, he really truly is. He is. But it's like, you know, if he's out there and they're willing to make a deal, I think you go ahead and yeah. make the deal. And you know, to to Dave's point a minute ago, it's like, you know, you're right. He he is uh, you know, he's moving on down the road in his NBA career. <clears throat> but basically these days, all you really need is to have a guy for, for two or three years. And if he wins a championship, then the, then the trade and, and the move yeah. was, was worth, all you have to win is one. And the, then it becomes worthwhile. The problem is you sacrifice first round draft picks for the next five exactly. years. And that would be the only, that would be the only thing I think is like the biggest yeah, negative. I just, again, uh, who knows? Uh, but, win now at all costs. Yeah, win now at all costs. <laughs> I, I, I don't see that this one happening. All right, so uh, over the weekend, Big Poppy gets speaking into of, the... Speaking of cheaters... Well, uh, now, wait a minute now. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Uh, Big Poppy gets into the Hall of Fame, and quite frankly, I think he deserves every bit of it. Say what you want about cheating or about any kind of uh, chemical issues that may have been brought up. I don't know of any player in my lifetime, short of Yastrzemski, that meant more to people than Big Poppy. All right, so a, a, a couple of things, and and first, right off the bat, you, you need to you need to recuse yourself from this conversation. Why? Because if there's, I mean, if there's anyone who is a scoundrel and and ended up in a Hall of Fame for you know nefarious reasons and no that no one can figure out, I I think you know present company very much <laughs> included. I'm I just want to go on record as saying so, uh-huh. but um. He's 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 David Ortiz. He's the beloved figure. He's uh, you know he's everybody's best friend. I think he I think he's the greatest Red Sox player of all time. Really? Yes. That's a pretty powerful hmm. statement. It is. I you know and listen. I'm I use that term on Facebook all the time when I post. You know, for men of a certain age. You know, we all know we're we we're of a generation. We're old enough where we can appreciate the whole Ted Williams thing and the Carl Yastrzemski thing. Um, I David Ortiz to me is is the greatest Red Sox player that's ever worn the uniform. Oh, better than Pumpsy Green. Better than Al <laughs> Nipper. Are you sure? <laughs> well, may, you know, may, maybe not. But steroids um, will do that to you. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and, and steroids will do that to you. I think that um, I think it's uh, I I think it's very unfair. To label David or to, to bring up the the steroid issue when you talk about him because his goodwill and his and all of that can supersede a lot of that. But I also think it's very unfair that he, that if you if you're not going to talk about steroids and David Ortiz, I think you're kidding yourself. Mm. 
it, it like he he tested positive for a banned substance. Nobody knew what it was. Nobody in, in Major League Baseball really went in to try and figure out what it was. He got a pass on that, and he does not pass the eyeball test. It's like yeah. you know what? What are you? Are are we sitting here? You know, you want to sit here and defend him to the till the end of time? Just look at the friggin' guy. It's like, come on, you're kidding yourself if you don't. Yeah. Most people don't get significantly bitter over the course of a career. And bigger. Look right. at the size of that yeah. guy. So, I mean, look, and it's okay. He did steroids. I'm willing to get over it. And mm-hmm. he's a fabulous player, and, a, and he's a, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Why can't we all just say that? I don't think he did a bit of uh, steroids. I think he worked out, and he just uh, he just happens to be uh, maybe the only man alive that could lift up a house over well, his head. Well, yeah. like I said before, you know, you, you more than anyone else knows that you just don't get by by talent alone. <laughs> Especially when it comes, I, I, to, I totally agree with you on that. Especially one. when it comes to getting into a <laughs> I, into a hall of fame. I can only I can only say uh, speak for myself that I think somebody must have backed out, and that's why well, uh, we were uh, we were chosen. Well, there's that. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, who, but who's next? Like Ray Herschel, uh, you know, and, hey, and Cy Becker. You can't tell me that Ray Herschel doesn't deserve it. At least you beat those two guys into the, into the friggin' hall of fame. Is there sour grapes here because no, you're not being no, inducted? Abs- no, I'm I'm proud of this guy okay. for. Uh, yeah. For for doing that, I mean, it's it's a refle- it's a good reflection on all of us. But I mean, you know, let, let's let's be honest. Wait a minute, are you, how are you appropriating? You know, <laughs> the, put, the, these these compliments. I put here. in my time. Listen, uh, you know, <laughs> I put in my time in this market. Yes, can, you have. I can I can have uh, opinions on issues of the day. And you look, you know, despite the cloud that hangs over you on this thing, I think you. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I think you're welcome. Uh, Tongue in cheek. <laughs> Scott Cohen. It's uh, 723. Good to see you. Good to see you guys, too. On Rock 102. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave and the Rolling Stones or the most definitional band that rock and roll has produced. That's according to their Wikipedia page. The most definitional band of all time. Whatever the hell that means. 
I don't know what that means. Other than to say, if you're going to define rock and roll, that would be what you would call right there. That would that would be the Rolling Stones or it? That he's asking Anybody? you. Anybody? That would be what? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a hot, hazy, and humid today. Uh, chances of some severe thunderstorms this afternoon and a high of 86 at 79 right now in downtown Springfield. News is next to Rock 102. Jason Bottoms Led Zeppelin Evening. Live. An unforgettable evening of Led Zeppelin's greatest hits and deepest cuts. August 17th at Springfield Symphony Hall. Tickets on sale now at MGMSpringfield.com. Jason Bottoms Led Zeppelin Evening. Hey everybody, with a reminder from Patera Subaru that we have moved. Hey, it's only temporary though, while our brand new state-of-the-art dealership is being built. Right now, we're just down the street at 657 Riverdale Street in West Springfield. Our award-winning service department is open for all your car's maintenance needs. Take advantage of Patera Subaru's summer of savings. Like a 2022 Impreza, starting at only $19,720. Or enjoy the summer in a new 2022 Outback, starting at just twenty-seven. $7,845. We have a great inventory of brand new Subarus with savings of hundreds, even thousands over other area Subaru dealers. For a limited time, every new Subaru will come with a two-year, 24,000-mile scheduled maintenance package. You'll also find a nice selection of certified pre-owned Subarus. And don't forget, we will buy your vehicle and pay you top dollar for it. Batera Subaru in West Springfield. Call 413-344-2731 for details and go online at BaterraSubaru.com for all our specials. It's that time of year again. Grilling and chilling. And watching the kids splash around the pool. Let Aqua Deep Pools in West Springfield make your summer one to remember by maintaining your pool all summer long with state-of-the-art water testing, a showroom stocked with chemicals and case discounts. Need a pool? Aqua Deep Pools has a limited supply of carbon above-ground pools in stock. See store for details. And Aqua Deep Pools has dolphin robotic pool cleaners at affordable prices. Call Aqua Deep Pools today at 413-736-4202 or stop by their showroom at 730 Union Street in West Springfield. I'm attorney John Heyman. As a member of the motorcycle community for over 30 years, I know even when riding in the right, accidents still happen. If you've gone down, we'll pick you up. Call 1-800-HEYMAN or visit HeymanLaw.com. 6.34. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Ron 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So the weather continues to be a headline with severe heat over the weekend and today, the chance for Potentially severe thunderstorms, especially this afternoon around 4 or 5 p.m. We'll have highs in the upper 80s. We've also been designated a level 2 drought area, the entire Connecticut River Valley, in need of water. Recently weathering that heat wave, and because of the designation as a level 2 drought area, people in certain portions of Western Mass being urged to conserve water. For instance, Southwick already had a water restriction under the level one drought designation. And now people in Southwick and other areas like greater Westfield are being asked to limit their outdoor watering of their lawns to the use of handheld hoses or watering cans between 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. instead of using sprinkler systems. Suppose they just have a single sprinkler. They're going to stop me for that? Yeah. They're going to be... I don't know. Could be busted. I don't know. I don't know. Good. Uh, 
You know, I saw over the weekend. You know those those robot dogs. They, yes. They. <clears throat> yeah. Had I saw one with a machine gun on its back. Mm-hmm. A machine, a robot dog and a machine gun. Yeah, and it was uh, very much uh, like you know the Terminator. Yes, you know with the, with the thing walking around. Uh, it was it was in the shooting range, and the uh-huh. thing was walking around the shooting range and couldn't quite hold the, uh, the couldn't quite handle the recoil from the from the shots fired from this like AK forty seven or something that it was using. And uh, but it's pretty scary. Or RoboCop, kind of like that too. Well, that's the kind of thing. Uh, you're right. If you're using the sprinkler, that. They're going to start deploying those dogs mm-hmm. to shoot that sprinkler out of your hand. I don't know, man. I, I, you, can't, you can't just scare me with robots. Well, I could. This just in from two hours ago from 22 News. Police from West Springfield and Springfield were on the North End Bridge late last night investigating an incident near the North Riverfront Park. Springfield police saying they received a report of a person who had jumped into the water. 22 News crew seeing cruisers and an ambulance leaving the bridge just before midnight last night and a police boat in the water. No official update on the incident at this time. Again, this report just two hours ago on 22 News. They're saying they'll update the story as they get more information. I always wonder uh, if those reports sometimes are just a distraction. What do you mean? Well, you send a concentrate the police in one area. Uh, hey, uh, I just saw a guy jump off the bridge. So all the cops go to that area to help the guy, mm-hmm. and then uh, then a store gets robbed or, or oh, something like that. Well, that yeah, that would be you some high-level yeah. crime right there. All the cops are busy uh, looking for uh, somebody who might have fallen in the water. Mm-hmm. I would suggest you be uh, you know, listening to like a police scanner to figure out a good time when everybody's uh, distracted. That's a that's a lost art that scanner thing. My grandfather used to sit and listen to the scanner all yeah. day. My dad used to do that, too. Yeah. He used to sit there and, uh, you know, we had the uh, the firehouse down the street. And every time the <clears throat> siren would go off, he would immediately go over and turn that thing on and uh, wait to hear the details of where the call was. Yeah. And Aunt Jen, who did that all the time as well. So, obviously, it's, very popular pastime. It's a, it's a very busybody thing. Yes. To do. Mm-hmm. yes. Now, when you were with your Auntie Jen, did mm-hmm. you open the door and let him in? Uh, what is that, Paul McCartney? Yes. Wow. Mm, yeah, I, had to think, I had to think for a moment there. A well, Boston, I don't want you to hurt yourself. I know. A Boston man was arrested following a shooting near the Boston Museum of Fine Arts over the weekend. Left a victim wounded by multiple gunshots. It happened Saturday morning. Marcelo Holiday of Boston facing charges of assault to murder while armed. He's 27 years old. The victim with multiple gunshot wounds was found nearby and taken to a hospital for what police believe were not life-threatening injuries. Again, downtown Boston shooting over the weekend. T-Mobile has agreed to pay $350 million bucks to customers affected by a class action lawsuit. So if you've got a T-Mobile phone, get in on it. The company disclosed that personal data like social security numbers had been stolen in a cyber attack. And in a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission on Friday, the mobile phone company said the funds would pay for claims by class members, the legal fees of plaintiff's counsel, and the costs of administering the settlement. So again, T-Mobile, 350 bucks. Get in on it. Hmm. I, uh, I signed up for some uh, class action lawsuit a while ago. It was like for chicken. Like mm-hmm. if, you could, if you could claim that you bought chicken. 
uh, you 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 get involved in this class action lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Never saw a dime. Never saw a damn bit of it. And I've eaten plenty of chicken since then. Have you contacted the authorities or anything like that? I don't even remember who I was supposed to contact. But I have not seen a check written to me uh, due to all the inconvenience of eating that much chicken. A report's out from Wealth of Geeks about the cost of colleges in the United States. And a bunch of Massachusetts colleges are among the most expensive, as you might imagine. Amherst. Private Liberal Arts College, currently with a sticker price of $76,800 per school year before loans, grants, work study, and other financial aid. Comes in behind Harvey Mudd College in California, which is like $77,000. That's like a grand more. And the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. Two other Massachusetts colleges made the top 10. Tufts University. Ranking number five on the list, and Wellesley College closing out the list at number 10. A few other New England colleges on the list, Dartmouth and Brown. All right, but those are Ivy League. You know, they, they, can, uh, they can get away with that. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's every other college in, in America that's just, you know, jamming people all over the country. And like it, so, like where I went, you know, at the time mm-hmm. was a it was a reasonably priced college education for a private school. Right uh, now, it's like over sixty, and anyone that I know that has been there, we all kind of look at each other and say the same thing. It ain't worth. That's not a sixty thousand dollar education. Yeah, I had a great education as well, but you know. Community colleges are great. I mean, you can get a pretty damn good education at community college or any college for that. It's all what you put into it, isn't it? Really, honestly. Yeah. No, I, it, I, I totally agree. And you know, a lot of people are realizing, hey, you know what? State schools are a great deal. I don't care what anybody says. And community colleges are even better. Two years at a community college and another two years at a state school, and you're you're looking better than someone who just dropped $70,000 a year to go to college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really, what it boils down to is, what do you want to get out of college? A mortgage or a car payment? Mm. Seems to me a car payment's a whole lot more manageable. Good point. And we had to worry recently here in New England about the red tide and how it affects clams and other seafood that we eat. At least we don't have to worry about angry sailfish. A 70-year-old woman stabbed by the bill of a 100-pound sailfish that leapt out of the water and stabbed her in the groin. Ooh, yes! This happened just off the Florida coast in Stewart. woman was standing in the boat as two of her companions tried to bring in the sailfish. It leaped right out of the water and jabbed her right where it counts. The companions of the woman had to apply pressure to the wound, and she was taken... For medical treatment, she's okay. Now it's a red tide. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. But my God. that you ever see a sailfish? I don't... They're mean, enor- like up close and personal? No. I mean, do you know what one looks like? Yeah. I mean, they're enormous, yeah. and they've got the same type of sword as like a swordfish. Right. So, I mean, you get tangled up with one of those, that's real dangerous. Well, and you think this is on purpose, probably too, right? It is selfish. Like I'm not gonna go. I'm not going down without a fight. This is, you know, you're not gonna bring me in. I mean, it has to be on purpose, right? They don't just. I I don't really know if it's on purpose. I just think when they're thrashing around, when you pull them out of the water, you know, it's very easy to get in the way of that uh, of their weaponry. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't think they come out, you know, terribly spiteful. I don't think they realize what's going on. 
Speaking of fish, did you see this biggest fish caught in Massachusetts over the weekend? I did. Uh, what, I, what the hell was it? How many pounds was it? Because this, this story is noting that the heaviest fish prior to was a 46-pound, 5-ounce carp from Quinsigaman Lake in Shrewsbury. Mm-hmm. Well, this chick, uh, where is this? It doesn't even say. It's like it's like f- uh, 48 pounds or something like that. Wow. This Man. carp. That's a big carp. Yeah. That's a lot of meals. Isn't that crazy how big big those fish can get? Like how in a lake, in a freshwater. Yeah. You go to the ocean, you can kind of understand how you'd have these like giantly mutant fish. Well, I remember you living out by the Great Lakes and be all these people with these big giant trophy fish, these big giant muskies they'd be pulling out of you know Lake Michigan. Yeah, I mean, those are big damn fish. You should have seen the ones that got away. Well. 744 with back Steve and Dave coming up next. And now hear this, some local bar owners chiming in on a big piece of legislation and a big embarrassment for the Boston Red Sox occurring on Friday night. We'll have audio from that as well. Now hear this straight ahead on Rock 102. Leotota Wilbraham, fuel rates and rebates. Leotota Wilbraham has truckloads of new vehicles arriving daily. Take advantage of rates as low as 1.9%. Rebates up to 1500 and fuel mileage exceeding 50 miles per gallon. And every new Toyota comes with a two-year complimentary maintenance package. Check out our easy-to-navigate website where instant credit approval is only a click away. Everyone drives at Leotota Wilbraham, 2145 Boston Road, or 24-7 at leototawilbraham.com. If you're an HVAC tech, you've chosen one cool career in a hot industry. Now you need a workplace that feels just right. So come work for Noonan Energy, your local train dealer. Noonan has full-time openings for experienced HVAC technicians to provide service throughout the Springfield region. Enjoy great benefits and competitive pay at a company that's committed to comfort. Apply today at NoonanEnergy.com. Noonan Energy, driving comfort, delivering more. Digital marketing. You're not sure how it works, if it works, and if you're getting any returns on your investment. Yet you're embarrassed to ask too many questions for fear of looking stupid. Digital marketing. Isn't it great? Well, here at Springfield Rocks Radio and Digital, we understand business owners and we realize when it comes to advertising your company, you frequently have more questions than answers. For example, when you buy digital advertising, do you feel the only thing you're ever sure about is how much money you're spending? Well, you're not alone. Many businesses we work with had the same questions and concerns until we were able to help them better understand the process. Are you ready to better understand the process? Then contact us for a free no-obligation review of your digital advertising plan. There are no strings, no hidden costs, just helpful expertise. Contact us today at advertising at rock102.com. We're the Springfield Rocks Radio and Digital Group, and we want to help you grow your business. Get started by emailing us at advertising at rock102.com. Back Steve and Dave in the morning on Rock 102.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 750 in Queen. We're back, Stephen, Dave, on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be hot, hazy, and humid, but cloudy. And then chances of severe, severe thunderstorms this afternoon with a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 83. It is 80 right now in downtown Springfield. Check out the back Stephen Dave podcast. It'll be uh, up later on this morning. You can uh, check it out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. And on rock102.com. So if you missed any part of the show today, you can always go back and listen to it. Also, Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest Doug Gillard from the band Guided by Voices. There it's a they've got over 40 albums out. They got two brand new ones that are out now, another one coming up uh, next year, and they'll be at the Ray Street Live on uh, Holy in Holyoke on September 23rd. You can figure that also on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. 751 with back Steve and Dave. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clips number one and two from a couple of local bar owners chiming in 
to Western Mass News about the idea that happy hours might come back. It's been almost 40 years since the Bay State banned happy hour, happy hour and uh, some of these bar owners telling Western Mass News they have mixed feelings. For instance, Bill Stetson, owner of the Rumble Seat Bar and Grill in Chicopee. I think it's good to get rid of some uh, terrible legislation that should have never been there. The regulations in this state are really tough to follow sometimes. And... One of the co-owners of Nathan Bills in Springfield, Joseph Sullivan, as well. It wasn't something that I was excited about, to be honest with you. We're worried about, like, a price war. You know what I mean? Once everyone starts dropping prices and doing, like, these happy hour things, we have to compete, and it's, you know, it's tough to, to maintain profitability as it is. Those bar owners talking to Western Mass News about the law that was put back in place in 1984 that prevents restaurants and bars from doing happy hour where they offer specials on alcoholic drinks. I think I think people still get drunk in both those bars all the time. I was going to say, uh, I, I, I like Mr. Sullivan. Uh, I disagree with him, though, because I think that you're going to go to that bar whether you're going to go there or not. People, like you have yeah. the built-in crowd that's already there. You can always try to entice people to go, and, hey, we have a special here. Every day. It's it's the struggling bars. They're going to have to figure out yeah. a way to compete. A, a, you know, a guy like Joe Sullivan and Billy Stetson, you know, those guys have got you know regular loyal followers, you know, loyal customers that go there all the time to get drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't think they, either one of those guys are going to have much of a problem. Well, they go there to get drunk, and they also go there to to, to to be social without getting no, mostly drunk. drunk. No, I'm mostly drunk. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah. All right. I've been drunk in both. Take your word for it. <laughs> Clip number three, I guess, technically, a Red Sox blunder that occurred on Friday night during their 28-5 to loss against the Toronto Blue Jays. Sends a drive to deep center, but where is it? And it's way over the head of Duran, who never saw it. He never saw it. Tapia round third, heading home. And inside the park, grand slam for Rymel Tapia. Fans at Fenway, not very happy about that, but Steve Nagel, the Yankees fan, is. Settle down, jackass. Don't make me come over there. Uh, you heard Scott Cohen talking about it during his segment earlier. Just dreadful. Jaron Duran in the outfield. Losing it. Losing the ball. Uh, it happens, right? It happens sometimes, right? Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody was saying about that game. Where did it all yeah, go? Right. It wasn't just that one play. <laughs> that was the worst, just not the only one. It reminds me of that uh, scene in Parenthood when Steve Martin is hoping the ball doesn't get hit to his young son, Kevin, out in yep. right field. And then it does. It does. And speaking of baseball, David Ortiz inducted into the Hall of Fame over the weekend. My Hall of Fame plaque represents each and see each each one of you. And I'm gonna thank you guys for the rest of my life. Thank you very much and God bless you all. There he is, David Ortiz inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he deserves it. He does, yes. despite Steve saying that he's a cheater. If I sound a little high, it's because my testicles are all the way up inside my body. <laughs> <laughs> From all the steroids. Clip number five, I think we're up to. The latest eviction on Big Brother. By a vote of 12 to zero, Pooch, you are evicted from the Big Brother house. Pooch is out. Pooch or Cooch? You had your money on Pooch, he's out. It did sound like Cooch. Let me hear that one more time here. Pooch, you are evicted from the Big Brother house. Pooch. That's Cooch. Is it? Well, it said Pooch in the report I read. 
My brother's got a friend named Cooch. Really? That's yeah. his, uh, well, because his last name is Kucharski, so that's oh, that, that's okay. Yeah, but I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, that's pretty suggestive. Yeah, Cooch. What a shame that guy got evicted, though. I mean, with a great name like that, and he's evicted twelve to nothing, by the way. So you know, the funny thing is, like that guy has always been to me has always been known as Cooch, and then somebody referred to him by his first name the one time, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Matt, Matt, who? <laughs> who are you talking about? Isn't it weird when you hear somebody's name? Oh yeah, like that yeah. you're so used to their nickname all the time. And have you ever seen Big Brother? I've never seen a single episode of. No, it. that's why I was wondering why you put the clip in there. Yeah, I was just curious <laughs> because of the name, Steve. Uh, he said Pooch. I I heard Cooch. Play their way. Play it one more time here quickly. Pooch. And you are evicted from the Big Brother house. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a cooch right we'll there. We'll do our right? research and find out. Well, speaking of cooch, mm-hmm. uh, this lady's got a problem inside her Victoria's Secret store. You ready? Yep. She uh, she's she's in the middle of a Victoria's Secret store complaining that uh, the panties that she bought the previous day and then wore that night mm. uh, and now she has chlamydia yeah. in the next day which I don't know how the incubation period for an STD like that I don't think you know right away I don't think you can try on I think you got to wait a few days at least but at mm. least she knows that her their boyfriend would never possibly cheat on her never no 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 not at all waving a diseased panties around this shop damn hole gonna need a mop she'll <laughs> up in here with coochie dripping <laughs> Too damn stupid to know her man be tripping. Good to know. Yeah. Wow. Seven fifty-seven with back Stephen Dave. And by the way, his name is Pooch, even though it sounded like Cooch. I just checked. We've All got right. the one hundred and two second sports. Next on Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer with cash. Cash? Hey, it's Carla. Go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win. A $102 cash card. Free cash? Money. We'll choose a winner each week until August 26th. Driven by Country Hyundai, Country Nissan, Northampton Volkswagen, Volvo Cars Pioneer Valley, Genesis of Northampton, and Tommy Car Collision Center. And Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Imagine a job where every day is an opportunity to collaborate and contribute, helping to make products that make a difference. Eppendorf is a leading life sciences company seeking motivated individuals to join our manufacturing team in Enfield. Enjoy a competitive rewards package including health, financial, and education benefits. No experience necessary. If you're ready to work, we're ready to train you. Launch your career at Eppendorf. Apply today at corporate.eppendorf.com. At Leo Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the Make This the Summer event is on now. Featuring the adventurous Jeep Gladiator with serious towing capacity, along with removable doors and roof. Plus, every new Leah Jeep is back with Wave complimentary customer care, including oil changes, tire rotations, roadside assistance, and more. We value you before, during, and after the sale. Offering complimentary rides for service appointments and stress-free 0% service financing. Your current vehicle will never be worth more. Cash in with Leah at Leah Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram King Street in Northampton. Remember that? That's the sound of summer and body surfing. It was all you did until your hip decided you didn't. 
But what if you went to Hartford HealthCare's Bone and Joint Institute? Orthopedics is all they do. They specialize in hips and backs and knees the way you specialized in catching five-foot swells. So do that one thing you did better than anything at the one hospital in Connecticut dedicated to orthopedics. Hartford HealthCare's Bone and Joint Institute. WAQY, WAQY HD1 Springfield, 102.1 FM. The Springfield Rocks Radio Group, Stockbridge's Classic Rock. Alexa, play Rock 102. Summer's here, the windows are down, and now you need a banging sound system for your car. Custom Car Sound has it with Kicker, DS18, Kenwood, Memphis, and Sony in stock. Custom Car Sound has truck and auto accessories, weather tech products, remote car starters, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and more. And don't forget, financing is available too. Custom Car Sound is fully insured and has been in business for over 45 years. Stop by one of Custom Car Sound's two locations in Springfield and in West Springfield or find out more at customcarsound.net. The following takes place between 8 a.m. And 9 a.m. It is 8 o'clock on Rock 102. We'll have highs in the mid to high 80s for today and some rain this morning and some potentially severe thunderstorms this afternoon. The weather brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. I'll postpone news about the Red Sox till the last possible moment. In basketball, the Kevin Durant sweepstakes are on, and the Celtics have dove into the pool, apparently. The Suns, Heat, and Raptors already interested in acquiring the Nets star who wants out of Brooklyn, and the Celtics reportedly joining the list, hoping to add the forward. Meantime, in football, ESPN's NFL power rankings are out. The Patriots listed as number 13 among all NFL teams. Buffalo is number one. The Falcons dead last at number 32. In golf, Tony Finau shot a final round 67 to win the 3M Open in Minnesota. Scott Piercy with a complete meltdown, struggling with a final day 76 after blowing a huge lead yesterday. In baseball, the Yankees over Baltimore 6-0. The Mets beat the Padres 8-5. And yes, the Red Sox lost to Toronto 8-4 yesterday. At least they didn't lose 28-5 like they did on Friday night. And For the Red Sox, David Ortiz inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame yesterday. Here's the Spanish portion of his speech. What he said was, backs his view from the couch, coming up next on Rock 102. Interest rates are going up. Don't let that get you down. Call 1-800-CAMBRIDGE and find out how our clients are repaying their debts in full at much lower interest rates. What a special time it is for us at Gary Monday, our 25th anniversary. Thank you to all our family and Western Mass community. Purchase your all-electric 22 Ionic 5 SE all-wheel drive. Spend $80 to fill your tank or $7 to charge in 18 minutes. You choose. All Honeys come with three years of complimentary maintenance and America's best warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles, and owner assurance. We're grateful you chose to drive with us for the past 25 years. GaryRomeHyundai.com, 150 Whiting Farms Road, Holyoke. See dealer for details. Gary Rome Hyundai. 
The Yankee chapter of the Antique Motorcycle Club of America is holding their 2022 Greenfield National Meet July 30th and 31st at the Franklin County Fairgrounds. $5 entry fee or free if you bring a bike 35 years or older. Check out the bike show and swap meet too. Get more info at yankeechapter.org. Just like reapplying sunscreen helps continue protection against the sun, a booster shot can help enhance protection against COVID-19 after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule a booster appointment when eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Look, I'm not, I don't know if I'm alone on this one, but this weekend for Red Sox fans had to be one of the weirdest emotional roller coasters that we've been on in years, which is saying something since the very nature of Red Sox Nation was built upon great things followed by exasperating disaster. And of course, this weekend was absolutely no different. On one hand, when Big Poppy became baseball's first designated hitter, elected into the hall, Baseball Hall of Fame in the first ballot, that was awesome. Watching him getting inducted into Cooperstown on Saturday restored my faith and made me proud to be a lifelong Red Sox fan. It was fantastic. In fact, it almost made me overlook the fact that the Red Sox had a shockingly embarrassing weekend that made me ashamed of myself. In the last five games, the Red Sox have been outscored 67 to 13. That includes the 28 to 5 bloodbath that occurred on that occurred on Friday against the Blue Jays. But even if you take away those 28 runs, the Red Sox have still been outscored 39 to 13 during the other four games. Now I realize you can't win any every game, but I would like to have the confidence that the Red Sox could win any game, especially against teams in their own division. But it gets worse. They've now lost nine out of the last ten games, or a half game out of last place. They lost Raphael Devers to a hamstring injury, and they've given up more runs in the last five games than any other Red Sox team since 1950. But hey, at least Big Poppy's in the Hall of Fame, and as great as that is, the Red Sox can't help but choke all over themselves. I hate to say this, but I'm almost kind of missing the old days when Alex Cora was more willing to cheat and steal signs from opposing players. Sure, that may have been a scummy thing to do at the time, but when your team is getting smoked by 28 runs in a single game, might be time to think of something to do that's drastic. If that means bringing back trash cans and video cameras, I might be willing to look the other way. But right now, having a hard time watching this train wreck because this was embarrassing, just as Big Poppy was making me feel good about things again. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. New lawnmower, that's what you need. New lawn, new man, new outlook, that's what you need right now. In fact, you can go to Rocky's for an Ego, Toro, or Craftsman mower, gas or battery powered. They got them all at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-10. And Bon Jovi with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. He's got his wine product apparently flying off the shelves, right? That guy, he's got like a big winery or something, or some at least some wines produced by some other winery, I guess. Yeah, you weren't here for this, but there was a rumor going around <clears throat> for like the longest time that John Bon Jovi was living out here in East Long Meadow and would go to a place that is no longer around called Romito's, and he mm-hmm. would go there all the time for the French toast. Really? Turns out it was all a big lie. Huh. Uh, apparently he did not live out here, but I believe his kid went to school out here. Well, so uh, that's uh, be that as it may, he was getting the French toast at Ramito's. Well, interesting. The, the kid may have gone to prep school here. The kid, I think, went to Hamilton College in central New York uh-huh. and I think had like a drug issue or something like that. And it, it wasn't just an issue. It was an incident and I think had to leave school because of Haven't it. we all had some sort of incident, whether it's drugs or alcohol sure. or stupidity sure. or cheating or you know, any number of uh, things? Yes, we do lots of stupid things when we're young. We do. Um, I don't know if you spent any time downtown this weekend. I did not. I was at MGM on Friday for the uh, the free Music Friday concert series. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a lot of this because I didn't, you know, I you know, I came down the other way. I didn't go past the Mass Mutual Center, so I don't know what was going on. But I did, uh, you know, keep my eye on, like, news stories about the the Springfield Comic Con. First time it's ever been held here, I think, right? Uh, yeah, I, I believe that's uh, that's what they said. But, it, uh, you know, this had been postponed for, like, two years. Right. They've been trying to get this thing in Springfield, the Mass Mutual Center, for, like, the longest time. Yep. Because these things draw. That's that's the thing about it. You know, you can say, well, you know, what are these, you know, weirdos doing downtown? I'll tell you what those weirdos are doing downtown. They're spending their weirdo money, and yep. that's good for Springfield. And this is just a week after they had one of these in Hartford. Yeah, and it sold out there. So here's the uh, here's the story from Western Mass News about what happened this weekend at the Mass Mutual Center. Today, Comic-Con arrived in Springfield for the very first time. The event hosted at the Mass Mutual Center had been canceled for the past two years due to the pandemic. Lines wrapped around the building with people out in the heat for hours. Some even taking to social media to say they were told the event was over capacity. Hmm. We chatted with Mike Federale, an organizer for the event, who said the event didn't oversell. People just showed up all at once. Uh, you know, if you say, hey, we can have 5,000 people, we, we, we were under that. But it was one of those, like, hey, they all showed up at 10 a.m. That's, that's kind of what, what, that's what caused some issues today. Hmm. Federale added that the heat wave caused problems as well because it made people want to stay longer to avoid going back outside. Now, uh, point there at the end. Yeah. Now, hear me out on this one. Uh, I think it's great that you had an event downtown where you you, you not only you not only packed the place, you had a line out the door. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you. Uh, throughout my life, whenever I've geeked out on something, mm-hmm. and I've had my share, you know, when Star Wars was out, I geeked up on that. Did but, you did you dress up in this uh, character, like the outfits and I stuff like that, lightsaber, the whole deal, or not? No, but I got the books and okay. all, you know, all that other stuff, and 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 then when the you know, Lord of the Rings was coming out, I'm like kind of geeked up on that, mm-hmm. and I. Yeah, I introduced that stuff to my kids, and they geeked out on that kind of stuff, and I totally get it. I really truly uh, do, but. If you're going to stand in line for hours mm-hmm. and it's 94 degrees out, I'm going to get out of line and go home. That's yeah. that's me. Especially if you're wearing a Star Wars cloak or something like that. There's a in the video there's a I think it's a I think it's a a, a, a young guy 
dressed up as uh, I don't know if it's Peter Pan, but it would be Peter Pan with a sword. You know, and he's covered from head to toe. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's 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 not wearing shorts. He's not wearing t-shirts. He is covered in some sort of uh, outfit that has to be very uncomfortable and very hot. Like the green leotards, the whole deal. Or uh, these look like white leotards okay. with a uh, with a, or or a long underwear, mm-hmm. long sleeves, and like the green jumper. And I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Dude, I totally, I totally get where you're going with this. I know you want to be with like-minded people, and I totally understand how much this must be like the best thing of your year. But if you're going to put me online mm-hmm. in this kind of weather, you can just forget about that. Mm-hmm. I'll go to, I'll go to somewhere else to find air conditioning, as and and not have to wait in that kind of line. I hear you because these people were out there for hours. This is like they were setting up. Like an on uh, outside Target on Black Friday, waiting to get in, get in for a thirty dollar television. Well, they have so no self awareness as to how stupid they look. To your point, you know we've all geeked out on things, but if I could tell my younger self not to have geeked out at a certain point, I would do that because I'm embarrassed today to remember the time that I was at Fenway, literally begging Butch Hobson for his autograph before a game. I mean, I was like. Butch, Butch, yeah. I'm your biggest fan. Butch, please give me an autograph. I'm like, you know, it's like an hour before the game. Sure, but still, I mean, if I could tell my younger self, don't do something like that. See, but but uh, but Butch Hobson was the kind of guy as he probably would have given you the uh, the autograph mm-hmm. if you were te- if you were pretending to be like a UPS driver delivering, <laughs> say, like a package of cocaine in the in the uh, in, in the mail. Yeah, that's yeah. something that you know Butch would respond to. I didn't think it through. Obviously, you're right. Obviously not. <laughs> You know, I went through a period in my uh, in my youth, uh, say like second, third grade, where I obtained uh, a bunch of uh, superhero action figures, mm-hmm. and uh, I had the Superman, had the uh, I had the uh, the Batman, mm-hmm. had an Aquaman. How big? How big were these figures or figurines? Or I don't know. They were probably like uh, like eight inches tall. Okay, so or so. bigger than the bigger than the toy army men. Bigger than the little green. Oh army yeah, men. My, okay. no, much bigger than okay, that. But right. Probably not as big as say like a GI Joe. Gotcha. Anyway, I had those, and uh, you know I geeked out on that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was in second, third grade. Yeah, you know, you're like, allowed. It's second or third grade is fine. I was too old to be begging for Butch Hobson's autograph at the time. I don't know. Maybe you know. 18. That's not, no, that's not too, that's not too old to be begging for an autograph from Butch. It's Butch Hobson for crying out loud. Now, you know, if you're talking about like, you know, Freddie Lynn or or a Jim Rice, Mm -hmm. you could geek out to that till the age of 40, 45. Yeah. Plus you'd never get those guys. Butch really wasn't a big enough star. I I mean, Uh, let's be, let's be honest. But, uh, but you know, at the time I was playing with these action figures, there was like, I remember a whole discussion. With some other kids on the uh, on the schoolyard because you know I'd bring them to school because you know like say for instance it was show and tell and mm-hmm. I'd show off my uh, my my action figures mm-hmm. and there were like uh, some dudes would say well those are dolls <laughs> no no they're not dolls they're action figures yes you and took I'm, offense to that I did yeah. these were not dolls they're action figures sure. so there's, a, there's a dramatic difference between the two mm-hmm. now if I'm say uh, 48 years old yes. or 50 uh, as it were and yeah. i'm still playing with these action figures then it really doesn't matter whether the dolls are action figures or not i'm probably not going to get any action mm. because i own these things yeah 
you're going to get as little action as the dolls themselves would get because they all they got is that flat front to them with nothing yep. there really. Lost. I lost all those things. I don't know where they went mm-hmm. to. Same thing with the Stretch Armstrongs I had. Same yep. thing with all the other uh, like Star Wars paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. But I was a kid when that stuff came out. That was like you know, of course you geek out. And it might be worth something today if you'd held on to it. Now I still have some of my baseball cards. From when I was a geek when I was like 10. Yeah. And they're worth something, actually, to this day. I'm glad I held on to them, and I'm glad my mom didn't throw them out. See, I had uh, I most of my baseball cards were chewed up by mice, so they were destroyed. What? I know. They were in a cardboard box. They were in a closet. Oh. And then I went to uh, go get them one day, and the box was eaten through, and a lot of my best cards were destroyed. Because of the smell of bubble gum that used to be packaged with the cards, probably, maybe, right? Maybe, but huh. that bubble gum was usually always thrown away because it was too gross to put in your mouth. Oh, I always ate the bubble gum. You kidding me? It was stale it, and yes, hard. And yes, it, Oh, my yes. God, it was terrible. That's what made it good. <laughs> it was like, that's like sweatshop bubble gum. I mean, you're talking about like a bazooka, even, even a, that, I mean, to, to me, like bazooka was all, all there was. Now, I got a friend of mine. Yeah. You want to talk about a geek? This guy uh, has a collection of those bazooka bubblegum cartoons. The little rapper. Little, little bazooka, t- yep. little bazooka Joe cartoon. Came inside the rappers. Yep. He's got like like a thousand of them. Today, to this day. To this day. Oof. And 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 Oof. he has uh, put them all in, I believe there's some sort of numerical wow. order. Which would have ta- which must have taken at least half a day to sort through, and uh, he's sixty one years old. I was going to say, does he have a life as well or not? The answer to that question would be a resounding no. <laughs> See, that's the kind of thing where you say, "All right, you know, dude, uh, yep. at some point mm-hmm. you can age out of these things and get rid of that stuff." Mm-hmm. That's well, and, and well, or and sell that, it off for sell it for a profit. Then at least if you're going to do that, right? Well, yeah, don't just I mean, throw it away. I mean, it's it is a pristine collection. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do with that stuff? Say every tell everybody you're not going to believe what I got. Mm-hmm. But I got a full collection of Bazooka Joe cartoons that came right from the gum. And your and, and what is that going to get you? Where is that going to lead? Disinvited from every party that you could be invited to, probably. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Against your public ridicule yep. and scorn. Yep. Now, again, you bring that to a Comic-Con, you'll probably yeah. be a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you bring that to like the uh, the Brimfield uh, the Brimfield Antique Fair, sure. and people think, wow, that's interesting. I'll mm-hmm. give you that for, I'll, I'll buy that from you for two bucks, because mm-hmm. that's all it's really worth. Well, I'm wondering if there's anybody listening to us right now who actually attended the Springfield Comic-Con. I'm, sh- I'm sure there is. Come on. I'm sure their moms dropped them off Call and they had us. a wonderful time standing Tell- in line in the heat. <laughs> Tell us about it. It's uh, just about 822. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Married a German professional soccer player. And destroyed his career in just one bad video. Really? Uh, yeah, remember the uh, I Need You Tonight video? Yeah. Where he's uh, writhing on the floor and on a bed. Okay. Uh, it was uh, the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen on MTV. Mm. And MTV at the time was loaded with uncomfortable things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe the most damaging video in MTV history. Man. That's a good one. Yeah. Hey, while I was driving around over the weekend, you know, I moved. And I said, I noticed a great tag sale that had a picture of Inigo Montoya. Yep. From The Princess Bride. 
I also noticed some advertising on a car that was driving around right in front of me, and it made me think a little bit. And all it said was, Google the guy in the fish hat for your fishing supplies. The guy in the fish hat. And I just Googled it. I'll be damned. The guy in the fish hat, LLC, in Enfield, Connecticut. He sells fishing equipment. And is he wearing a hat? Yes. Interesting. At least it's and, truth in advertising. And, and that advertising worked. I mean, it got me to thinking, huh, Google the guy in the fish hat. Okay, yeah. I'm going to do that when I get to work on Monday morning. Oh, there oh, you yeah. go. Look How about that? that? Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't go to the uh, you didn't go to the, the tag sale? No. You didn't? No, I didn't, even yeah. though even though it was <laughs> it was enticing. It's, you know, had the picture of Inigo Montoya, and it said, you have killed my father, prepare to buy. And I thought, that is very clever. That is clever. Yeah, we had a, a tag sale many years ago, and uh, I vowed to never do it again. Mm -hmm. One, it's a hell of a lot of work for very little reward, but mm -hmm. the, but it also dragged out some very sketchy people. Yeah. Like, like and, you know, I mean, at the time, I mean, people were starting to recognize me, and I really didn't want them to know that this was the house right. I'm living in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there was like one guy, I swear to you, Guy had about six or seven fingers on his on each hand. He had extra fingers. Just like the six-fingered man who killed Inigo Montoya's father. Maybe. Anyway, the guy had extra fingers. Yeah. Here's the thing. He wanted to know how much the gloves were. The gloves only had five fingers per glove. Right. This is a guy that needs two more fingers for yeah. these gloves. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing with the gloves? Right. Never got an answer. Well, and normally you get people at these tag sales. Are they called garage sales or tag sales, by the way? In this, the in this part of the world, it's a tag sale. Yeah. So In, in other parts, it's a, 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 a rummage sale yes. or a garage sale yes. or a yard sale. Yard sale, yeah. But uh, here, it's a tag sale. And, and usually you get the people who are quibbling over cents on the dollar. If you're selling some piece of crap for a buck twenty-five. Oh, I'll only pay you seventy five cents for that. Come on, give, I know. I know. I give mean, me the buck twenty five. <laughs> you're selling your best stuff. Yes. What once was your best stuff for pennies? Yeah, and this for somehow is, is worth it. Can't understand that at all. Yep. Eight thirty four. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Weather continue to make headlines here in Western Mass in New England. Upper 80s for today. Some rain this morning. And then some potentially severe thunderstorms this afternoon, especially around 4 or 5. Also, the drought conditions have caused the Connecticut River Valley to be designated a level 2 drought area. With the heat wave and everything else, residents in some areas being asked to conserve water when they can avoid worsening the situation locally. So... The state recommending that those in level two drought areas, which now includes Greater Westfield, for instance, limit their outdoor watering of their lawns to handheld hoses or watering cans between the hours of 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. We'll All see right, if they comply. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to water my grass with a watering can. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's uh, that's crazy talk. Well, plus that's old school. Who has a watering can anymore? No, but does anybody actually own a watering can? Yeah, we do. That's old school, right? You well, got, I mean, you got you know, you gotta you water certain potted plants. Yeah, you know, and you use a can. Speaking of 
liquids, people in the Bay State could soon once again see half-priced drinks on their favorite restaurant's menu if an amendment approved by the Massachusetts Senate brings back happy hour for local bars. It's been 40 years almost since Massachusetts banned happy hour, and some bar owners are saying there are mixed feelings about that. Miss Western Mass News has a story about that this morning. You know, when it happened uh, many years ago, I was in high school, and I remember it very uh, specifically because it was very controversial. People thinking, uh, you know, this was going to decrease drunk driving, uh, you know, fatalities. It was going to, uh, you know, it was going to change, uh, you know, things, and 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 it did. But you know, I mean, the the truth of the matter is, is that bars are still bartenders specifically are still you know responsible if you have been overserved in a bar right yeah so i mean they you know they they could be directly tied to any litigation or lawsuit if you overserve a guy this just means that the bartender is going to have to be extra vigilant if a guy at happy hour is getting too tanked up Mm -hmm. you're going to have to cut him off earlier than he's expecting yep so i mean there's going to be a little extra responsibility but you know i mean with one of the few states in the country that have banned these things and i don't even know what the numbers are as far as how many you know drunk driving arrests there have been as a result of these we still have drunk driving arrests and people can still order extra drinks at a bar it's interesting new york state also banned happy hour about the same time massachusetts did and Mm -hmm. don't know if it's going to come back there or not either so i don't know can you do it in rhode island does happy hour exist in rhode island still i know you're from Near there. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. Been a long time since you've been drinking in happy hours. Huh? I was too drunk to remember. Ah. A Boston man was arrested following a shooting near the Boston Museum of Fine Arts over the weekend. Multiple gunshots on Saturday morning, according to police. 27-year-old Marcelo Holliday of Boston facing charges of assault to murder while armed and multiple weapons charges. A victim in the shooting who was hit numerous times was taken to a hospital for what police believe were not life-threatening injuries. We've also got the results of some polls and surveys where Wealth of Geeks has decided that many Massachusetts and New England colleges are among the most expensive in the United States, including Amherst, with a current sticker price of 76 8 Per school year, that's before loans, grants, work study, and other financial aid. That comes in just behind Harvey Mudd College in Claremont, California, and the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. So third, the third most expensive college in the nation, Amherst. And two other Massachusetts colleges made the top ten, Tufts and Wellesley. What was the most expensive, did it say? Harvey Mudd in Claremont, California. $79,000. 79000 dollars Seventy-seven three, by the way, for Harvey Mudd. CBS is saying, yeah, well, I mean, that that does that take into account fees and room no, and board no, and everything? No, but you're you're gonna tack that on. I guess it's even more than that. <sighs> That's I am telling you that that I mean, unless you're getting a scholarship to go there for free, who is gonna send their kid for an eighty thousand dollar education? I mean, it, it's it's insanity. The wealthy. Super wealthy. I know, but it's it's not just the super wealthy that go, and you know, kids wind up, you know, families put themselves in, you know, unsolvable debt. I mean, really. I mean, it, it, and and sometimes these kids are getting jobs mm-hmm. 
that pay well below what they could possibly you know pay that loan back from. Sure. Outrageous. Got the results of another survey here from Luxury Travel Magazine, ranking the top 10 best places to live in the state of Massachusetts. Springfield, number 10 on the list of the best places to live. Well, I mean, it, it mentions all the many things that uh, are great about this city, and there are. Yeah, some of you are going to say, what? How is this possible? There are some good things about the Springfield area, you know, although the in the uh, in the article, the one thing that they mentioned was so great about Springfield was mm-hmm. Six Flags. Yep. Which is the only thing that they mentioned that was not actually in Springfield. Right. Agawam? Yep. All right. Doesn't, I don't see Agawam on the list of the top 10, by the way. I do see Springfield at number 10. Peabody is number one. Boston is number four. In case you're keeping track at home. Hey, Pilgrim Candle started in Westfield, celebrating its 30-year anniversary this year. Joe Shibley and his family cranking out the candles, the jewelry, the home decorations, and various other items and gifts. And I didn't know this part. Since 2007, it's been producing premium candles for brands like Calvin Klein, Sephora, and others. No kidding. So congratulations to Pilgrim Candle. Still going strong 30 years later. I didn't realize that. Munson police have a goat on the lamb in custody. That's the headline from MassLive.com. What was uh, what are they charging the goat with? Local police are searching for the owners of a fugitive goat. This is the deal. It's not charged with anything, even though it was caught on the lamb. It was found in the area of Ayers Road. And in a, fum- a humorous Facebook post, the Munson police said, quote, the one that goat away could now be yours. If you own this goat, come forward. There's a phone number there. They've named the goat Scape. Ha. So and- what are the humorous parts? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still looking. <laughs> they did say the goat is black and white. And according to Mass Live, although she's female, she's sporting a real nice goatee. Again, at what point are, do they bring humor into this uh, report? Well, not only that, isn't that politically incorrect to make fun of a female for having a nice goatee because a female it, could have a goatee these days? Well, you know, I mean, it could be a hormonal situation. Yes. And, and do you shame somebody? You know, do you do hormone sh- uh, you know, shaming? <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Yeah. And the where animal control folks in where are seeking the community's help in locating somebody who might be throwing beef and chicken bones into the Ware Dog Park. Dog owners are concerned for their dogs. Eating the bones, obviously, could have horrible effects on the dogs. The case is currently being investigated by the Ware Animal Control, and police are assisting as well. You're not supposed to be giving uh, dogs like the, like bones that, uh, mm-hmm. that you have had for refuse from right? your like chicken bones. Are out, and I've even heard that even like a cooked beef bone mm-hmm. isn't all that great either. Although they, I mean, they, they love them, but I mean, I think the the bones become brittle and the dogs can hurt themselves on it. Gotcha. That's what I've heard, but I've never heard a dog complain about it. And one last item of interest here: bad habits that could be good for you. For instance, biting your nails apparently boosts your immune system. By introducing it to bacteria. Not cleaning up after yourself. Mm-hmm. Says messiness can be a sign of intelligence. 
Well, I must be a freaking genius then. <laughs> well, you knew that already. <laughs> uh, being late makes you happy and less stressed. Actually, I get more stressed when we are late. So do I. I don't. I just don't know how I could deal with that. Uh, sleeping in boosts your memory. Peeing in the shower cleans your feet. Fidgeting can burn ten times more calories than keeping still. And swearing relieves pain. There you go. I believe that. Coming up in just a few minutes, the reason why the Red Sox lost to the Blue Jays 28-5, to it's all the rage online. It's gone viral. We'll get to it in just a few minutes on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 851. And Tom Petty with back, Steve and Dave in Rock 102. So the Red Sox lost Friday night to the Blue Jays 28-5. to Some people are blaming Sidney Sweeney. Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? No, I uh, I don't know who Sidney Sweeney is. I had to look it up. On her Wikipedia page, she starred in Euphoria and also in The White Lotus, which is getting rave reviews on HBO. Okay. And she played a role in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, starring Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio. She was a member of the Manson family. Well, she threw out the first pitch at Fenway. Before the 28-5 to loss to the Blue Jays. And you're blaming her? Really? Many people are. I'm not. But Red Sox fans are. They think there's like the curse of the Bambino, and now there's the curse of Sidney Sweeney. By the way, she looked hot. She had cut-off blue jeans and a cut-off Red Sox jersey on, and she did a pretty good job of throwing out the pitch, too. Yeah, you know, the thing about uh, the throwing out of the first pitch is it really means nothing to the dudes on the field. I think what uh, what happened on Friday night had nothing to do with her and had everything to do with the fact that the Red Sox were just god-awful. Yeah, but, you know, Red Sox fans, so bitter, they're trying to blame somebody for the loss. Right. And so they're, they're pinning it on her, maybe because after she threw out the first pitch and after the game... There was a picture of her eating a Fenway hot dog, and she wrote on her Instagram page, they should have put me in. Oh, okay, Sydney Sweeney. Mm. Well, you know, she couldn't have been any worse than the way they were playing on a Friday night. <laughs> I guess. She might have been able to help. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, uh, you can blame her all you want, but that doesn't excuse the fact that they were still outscored like 39 to 13 on the other four games since, uh, since the last five games. So, uh, it ain't just her, the whole team stinks and has for five straight games. Yeah. They got some issues. There's no doubt about it. I threw out the first pitch at Fenway one year when I was working for WBOS in Boston, I got to throw out the first pitch, John Marzano was the catcher at the time for the Red Sox. He's since passed away. I think he mm-hmm. played for the Phillies briefly after playing for the Red Sox. I threw out the first pitch at a Milwaukee Brewers game. Did you? Yes. Mm-hmm. B.J. Serhoff was, yeah. the, was the catcher. Big time. Yep, big time. Yeah. And do you, do you, did you throw a good pitch? Uh, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I got a terrible arm. I'll be the first to admit. Uh, Which is why they stuck arm. you at first base back when you're playing oh, days. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But um, uh, no, it was. You know, it it, it was fine. It wasn't it, right. It, it would have been a little inside. Yep. You know, for a right-handed batter, but you know, BJ was able to handle it. You know, it didn't go. Didn't. Nice. It wasn't uh, like uh, you know. <laughs> you know <laughs> it wasn't like Ice Cube throwing right. a throwing that first pitch. Or, no, it was Fifty Cent who threw that. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Through through that one, that oh, yeah. one was just terrible. Mariah Carey has one on record too. Yeah. That's pretty bad, and so does Doc Rivers. And you'd think Doc Rivers is a former NBA player, former athlete, went to Marquette, right? Yeah, he did. 
It was horrible. But his shoulders may be trashed yeah. after, after playing all that basketball. Think about that. You know, it's funny. I make fun of people who throw bad pitches today, but even though I threw a perfect strike back when I was younger to John Marzano, I bet today I would screw it up. I bet, you know, the more the older you get, the body tends to fail you. Also, your mind plays tricks on you. I bet I'd, I bet I'd screw it up horrible. The last time I threw a baseball was a few years ago. But you ever, like you ever like you know do something physically and like even before you complete it you're saying I've made a tremendous mistake. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. My arm you know was you know <laughs> you know in the in the back position right? about to you know yeah. come down and, and and throw it and I could just feel everything just turn to mush yeah. as I let go of the ball and it's like all right I think. I think my days of going for Cooperstown are probably over. You lost the velocity on your fastball that oh. day. You had to go to the knuckleball. It was, it was, yeah, right. <laughs> it was. It wasn't velocity. It was. It was more accuracy. I think it sailed over the other guy's head. Well, I'm. I'm the same way with just about any sports activity now. Even just like a, a normal physical activity where there's like a little stream and I could jump over the stream and I'm like, nope, I'm going to get injured. There was a TikTok video I saw the other day of some old guy running. And, you know, the, the purpose of showing this is because how hilarious it is to see this old guy running. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm feeling bad for the guy because I know if it was coming, if it were like a like a side by side road race, mm-hmm. he'd probably kick my ass. Yep. Because I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm again, all that athletic activity that I had for all of two minutes of my lifetime uh, have uh, have gone away. Even when I had athletic activity, I used to run those 5K races sometimes. And I would I was in pretty good shape back then, maybe 25 years ago. I'd get passed by guys with huge beer guts. I'm thinking, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> like, I'm in good shape. I'm young. Yeah. He's old and fat, and he's running past which me. Which is why, you, which is why they tell you never judge a book by its cover. Because right. yep. you know, oftentimes mm-hmm. some uh, some large bone fellas are the best athletes you've ever seen. Yep. It's uh, just about eight fifty-seven. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock One Hundred Two.